0: Welcome to the Gumboots by the Sea podcast. Time for you to connect to soul, celebrate you and to experience inner peace and empowerment. Um, Gumboots by the Sea will bring you soul balm and some magic for each of us. I'm your host, Kate Darnell, founder of all things Gumboots by the Sea. It's so wonderful to have you here with me right now. This week on the Gumboots by the Sea podcast, we're joined with Shane McClay, a two times bestselling author, mentor, teacher, speaker, initiated shaman, and most importantly, our father. Shane is driven by his belief in a brighter, better world for everyone. He is the founder of The First Within, a community of like-minded people driven by the desire to live their best life in an ethical, empowered way from a spiritually aware perspective. So sit back, relax and enjoy this very special conversation with myself, Kate Darnell of Gumboots by the Sea and Shane McClay from The Thirst Within. The Gumboots by the Sea podcast is recorded and produced on Biripi country. I would like to pay my respects to the traditional custodians of this land and their elders past, present and emerging. May we each acknowledge the Indigenous owners of the land from wherever we're listening from. Hi, Shane. Welcome to the Gumbits by the Sea podcast. How are you? I am really well. So happy to have you on the show because this season we're talking all things soul upgrades. And I know that you sing all things soul purpose and soul connection from as many mountaintops as you possibly can, just as much as I do. So I know that this is going to be a conversation that will inspire so many people to connect to soul and um, really embrace what they're here to do so let's just start with that um, I'll share a little bit about you and um, what you're here to do this lifetime
1: well I'm a sovereign being and uh, I'm here to live my life without envy hate or greed to leave this world a better place than it was when I arrived and to do everything from a position of love and to help as many people on their journeys as I can. That's pretty much me. It doesn't get any more complicated than that.
0: Perfect. Um, and like, I've, we've had a lot of conversations, Shane and I met during the um, pandemic, which is always interesting, because that means we met via the lovely place space that is Zoom. But we've had a lot of conversations about when you just know that, and when you know that you're a sovereign being here to help other beings connect to soul. Um, it just is imprinted on your heart. How do you explain that feeling of have, mm. having that that purpose really imprinted on your heart, Shane?
1: Well, I think it, you know it all comes back to knowing who you are, and that unfolds gently within us, and it unfolds differently in each and every one of us. So, for me, it was a I had the privilege of. Um, probably not having as much programming as a lot of people. And my awareness in the early days was very attuned to the fact that I was a part of something greater than just myself and that um, I was was actually given permission and space when I was very young. I mean, the first four years of my life, I just remember being connected to everything around me. And so it was very hard then for the system to unprogram me from what I'd already learned in the first four years of my life. Yeah, And um, I was surrounded by a grandmother who would, you know, teach me to read tea leaves and, and my grandfather was a water, like he was a lot of things. He was an engineer actually, but he would divine water. He, he would find water for people by divination. And, you know, so I had all those influences in my life at a very early age. So it was really easy for me just to go, Oh, so this is normal. Yeah. So understanding that I belong to something greater and that, we were all connected to something greater than, you know, just the system and that we weren't, you know, that we were worthy, that we are sovereign and that we, we do come to this earth not just to go through the motions but to have an amazing purpose.
0: Yeah. So how did you take that into, um, you know, beyond the age of four and into primary school through your schooling, how did you take that? <laughs> we're going all the way back. How did you take that out into the world, like knowing you had that connection? Like, were there any times when, like, were there any defining times when you're like, this isn't right, this system is not for me?
1: Yeah, um, well, see, school was like, <laughs> really? What's this all about? <laughs>
0: yeah. What
1: is this? What are you doing to me? This is like a zoo. Yeah. What are you, what are you trying to force on me here? That's, that's, that's how I responded to school. Yeah. And, um, man, I left school when I was like, as soon as I could, I mean, I would stare out the window most of the time and go, this, mm-hmm. this shortly can't be what it's all about. And um, to, to make a very long story short, my my upbringing was very free until my mother converted to Christianity.
0: Aha. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and uh, my parents were had been separated. And um, so long story short was my dad my mum had always encouraged me to find my own spirituality until she got involved with Christianity. That all changed really quickly. And my dad had converted to Christianity as well. And, and I was, I was at the age of 12, I was hanging out with clairvoyants, psychics and mediums and being mentored by them. And that was very cool because that was my, the natural flow of where life took me because I was curious about everything and anything spiritual to me there were no there was no bad it was just all information yeah and anyway so so that that's when it all like that's when it all changed for me and i did go down that whole christian path because you know what getting back to the whole point of this thing about purpose is most of us miss our calling or our purpose because we spend most of our lives thinking one we're not worthy and two that we've got to please everyone around us
0: Mm -hmm. And so that's
1: what I did. That landed me in doing theological studies at university level and becoming a pastor in the assemblies of God. Wow. Even though it was in conflict with everything I felt at a heart level, I didn't want to let people down.
0: Wow. And so you've come such a long way now because when I met, um, Shane, he was introduced to me as a shaman and that was so perfect and so right for me. Um, there's obviously you're gonna have to fill in some gaps here, Shane. How did you go from the people-pleasing pastor to the shaman and spiritual mentor that you are today?
1: Well, you know what? It's like you're always who you are. It, it doesn't matter what label you put on yourself.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. So
1: <laughs> you're coming from that position of of um, being true to what you believe. Like when I was a pastor, my primary concern was the well-being of people's souls.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, and the reason I, I got into a lot of conflict with other people of authority in that in that system was that a lot of people were there for their own agendas and to so that they could have a flash car and not really have to work. Um, um, whereas I was like, no, nah, that's just not right. So um, I'd end up in a lot of conflict because I cared about the people and where they're at, and um, so you know what I do now in um I as you know I mentor people at a spiritual level I mentor um I help people find their purpose and I guide people in that so nothing's changed it's just now I'm I'm I have the freedom to do that from the perspective that uh that I come from today which is complete freedom and openness
0: yeah and that in itself is an upgrade isn't it just realizing mm-hmm. and even identifying I was the same person. I was on purpose then. Um, it had a different label, different, you know, made me feel different ways. It may have not made me feel completely aligned with my heart and soul space, but it got me to here now. And being able to look back on that and embrace it um, as opposed to really beating ourselves up and going, oh, why did I, you know, that wounded mentality, which I know that you very rarely step into nowadays, but of why did I do that or, or why, why did it have to be that way?
1: it's interesting you say that because we all come from a a place of wounding. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think you can be on this earth and have a pulse and not have had wounds that you've carried and, you know, they may have healed, but we may all bear scars. So we all come from a place of wounding and we all come from a place of being told at some point that we're not worthy we're undeserving. We're not good enough. That you will never do that. You can't ever be that. So, and, and that comes from insecurities within the people around us because um, a lot of people don't want us to outshine them. So they'll they'll put a a bushel over our light. But um, it's really important to understand that the journey begins the moment you take your first breath on this earth. And from the perspective that you and I come from, Kate, is that our soul is eternal. And we are here to for the betterment and the education and the development of our soul. Incredibly um, powerful when I'm working with people um, at a mentoring level. Uh, you know, I've studied the Hindu faith. I've sat at the feet of holy men in thousand year old temples in Indonesia and, and learned from holy men in Hindu temples. I've learned from Buddhist monks. I've learned, I'll learn from who I talk to. It doesn't matter who they are. I'm constantly open to learning because a teacher can only take you as far as they themselves have gone. So my priority is to keep learning.
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay. So as as you keep learning through supporting others in, in their sole mission, their sole purpose, then share with us what you've learned about people who do commit to connecting to soul and commit to i know that i feel like for you we need a better word than or a different word to upgrade but commit to connecting to soul which ultimately brings them into the moment that is the betterment for them and for all the others share with me like your thoughts or your take on on this idea on how we can access true soul connection and therefore feel more expanded there's the word and therefore in this this notion of, like, yes, this is the next right thing for me?
1: I think you just nailed it, Kate. You said-
0: <laughs> I answered my own question.
1: <laughs> and you did. And you know what? If you, can, if you have the intelligence to ask a question, you have the intelligence to answer that question because the truth's always within you. But <laughs> oh. you said expand. You said expanded. And that is it. It's like you can't be any more spiritual than you are today.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like
1: saying... How do I become more human? Well, you can't. It's your awareness around your humanity or it's, a, it's your awareness around your spirituality. It's like if you were brought up in a religion A, then your knowledge and your, the permission you've been given to explore your spirituality exists within the confines of that. So your awareness is that big. But when you open up and you talk about the soul upgrade, the sole upgrades you know in the language that you're speaking is for me stepping outside of a rigid belief system and um, to use the analogy of well are you going to be scratching around with the chickens or with the Eagles you know like where do you want to be in the grand scheme of things so if you want to stay in the coop in the rigid belief structure that you've had thrust upon you and that feels safe then by all means enjoy the scraps with the chickens but if you want to spread your wings and soar to the edge of the earth and to the very beginning of heaven with the eagles stretch your wings and just take the leap
0: yeah and it's it's never ever too late like this this could be the conversation that really lands for a soul and i go as far as believing that you know there are people out there that will hear this conversation And they're positioned in that moment to hear that conversation so that they can expand and truly um, feel into just how much potential they have to offer simply by being them. But how do we get to that point, Shane? How do we identify our worth?
1: (laughs) I think Uh getting
0: out. I'm not answering that one.
1: (laughs) Getting out of the rigid programming and identifying the fact that you are a sovereign being and nobody and nothing, nothing can take that away from you. You didn't come here to live somebody else's dream. You didn't come here to serve somebody else's agenda. You came here because you are sovereign. You came here because you have a critical role to play in the eternal, um, infinite expansion of all that we are. So, you know, and I say this all the time and anyone who knows me in my community will have heard it, you didn't come here to be another Elvis or another Taylor Swift. We need you to be you. We need you to rise up in that, um, put the judgment aside, understand that the people that are trying to hold you back, trying to judge you, trying to tell you who they think you are, have no power in their own lives, but yet you give them that power in your life. So it's all um, it's all tough stuff. And we talk a lot about awakening. We hear a lot about awakening and, um, and I believe that at the moment, especially with things like COVID, you know, we're shifting and there is an awakening. People are awakening up to the fact that, None of this world makes sense. Governments actually don't solve problems, they create them. The medical world doesn't heal people, they just prescribe to people. The education system doesn't educate people, it programs people. So we've got this whole crazy, stupid world, and people are now at the point where they're going, This is ridiculous. How come I haven't seen this before? That's awakening. And a lot of people have been doing that for a very long time. So in the awakening, there's this time of, um, or the night of the dark soul, or whatever you want to call it. There's this time where we start looking inwardly and being really unhappy with what we've built around us, what we've clung on to, who we've invited into our lives. And the one thing I always tell the people in my community is, Wh- whatever you invite in, will make itself at home. So be really careful what you invite in. Yeah. Um, what what are you giving permission to in your life right now, and what are you allowing? To put its stake in your life and say well this is my space and when it's actually your space and you know it's all these are courageous conversations you have to have with yourself and Mm -hmm. by you know by consistently ignoring it and staying and playing safe in the in the in the confines of of what's known you know nothing great was ever achieved in a comfort zone you know ships weren't built for the safety of the harbour yeah these are all motherhood statements but they're they're powerful when you understand what they mean in relation to who you are as a sovereign being
0: yeah and so really then asking these kind of questions and looking where you're at in your life is the the beginning of acknowledging your worth really isn't it and then being able to truly access divine connection which is within and um you know where you're at in relation to your soul yeah
1: taking your power back and taking your power back doesn't mean you have to be an egotistical, arrogant maniac. It just means you need to recognize who you are, what you are, why you're here and honor that, you know, and you do everything from a position of love um, because, you know, the one thing this world lacks is love. And if everything was done in love, we'd have a different, we'd have a different world right now. So,
0: This is why you're on the show, Shane. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. More love, more love for self. When we have more love for self, there's more love in the whole world. When there's more love in the whole world, we can tip over to this new earth. I call it the new earth energy. You call it the new earth consciousness. Um, Lauren on the show last week calls it the fifth dimension. But all it really is about is enough people connecting to heart space, believing in themselves. And allowing each of us to be individual enough to embrace all of who we are whilst acknowledging that we're one collective energy. And that's that's pretty huge for people to process, I think.
1: It's really huge. But see, the beautiful thing about it is, you know, a flower slowly unfolds. And in that unfolding, there is absolute beauty. There's beauty in the fragrance. There's beauty in the actual appearance of the flower. It's not a rushed process. Everything happens in the perfect timing and in the perfect flow of the divine. And um, we don't need to rush anything. We just need to walk gently, tread gently, be patient. Uh, Where you are right now is, you know, if you're seeking, then where you are right now is exactly where you're meant to be. Don't overcomplicate it. Uh, Yep. Yeah. So what's what's really going to help us all In the future and in the now is understanding and coming from the shaman perspective and um you know like really shamanism is it's 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 a little bit of a belief system but for me it's more of a way of life Mm. but um coming from the shamanic perspective that i do it's um all right i honor and respect you as a sovereign being and Your version of reality may be a little bit or completely different to mine, but I accept you. I honor the fact that that's your position and let's agree to maybe disagree on some points. Not that I don't think you and I actually do, Kate, but in general, and let's just, let's just agree to move together in harmony and um, create a better world for everybody. We live in an energetic universe full of unlimited potential and possibilities. So, therefore, as your journey unfolds and evolves, so does your purpose. And that flag really should be, you know, thrown in the river. And the river should be your, you know, the flow of, you know, trusting in the flow and, and where you're heading and going in life. That that should be what you're focused on. Be in the flow and let it take you. Let your purpose be fluid.
0: Being in your flow is something I talk so passionately about. But it can very easily, you can hit little... um roadblocks along the way that will pull you out. Now, for me personally, um, the things that get me in, um, uh, get me out of my flow is when I try and put any control onto anything at all um, in any way um, or I start shooting on myself. So what's, what are your thoughts on, like, supporting anyone who's pressed play on this podcast today who might be, you know, trying to control stuff that actually is out of their control and how do they get into that flow? Let it go. <laughs> I think there's a, a great um, Disney hint hit about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah.
1: There's and it, power isn't enough. that
0: easy, Shane?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't say it was easy, though, did you?
1: Never, no, I never said it was easy. Look, you know, it, it comes back to what can you influence and change in your life? Well, focus on that and um, what you can't influence. And change well, just let that be because you know what, there are bigger things unfolding around you, you and I, and everyone. That yeah, you know, the universe knows what it's doing. Yeah. So you know, use use the power of intention, which is within you, and understand what manifestation is. Get into that and learn it. Become an instant manifester because you can. And, um, you know, focus on changing what you can change and focus on allowing the flow to actually not only be in it but to flow through you. Yeah. So, you know, let it go. It's easy to say but, you know, what? it's actually letting it go. It's about being mindful about what are you hanging on to in life, why are you hanging on to it, Um, you know, turn off your television if that's bringing you down get off social media if that's bringing you down make some you know becomes become disciplined take responsibility for who you are and and these are the unpopular conversations but you know what they have to be had so don't go looking for a guru we've already said that because you know what you have to take responsibility for who you are and where you arrive and a lot of people don't like that and it's an unpopular conversation especially in the spiritual circles where everybody just wants to press download and they've got their little um spiritual fix doesn't work that way anymore never did actually never did so um yeah so take responsibility let things go but understand why you need to let them go too and allow healing because you know you're you're going to be coming from a place of wounding generally
0: yeah Absolutely. And acknowledge like we're never as human beings, we'll never be fully healed. And I know again, had this conversation a lot, like um we will always keep evolving, keep learning, keep leaning in, and that's okay. We're allowed to change, we're allowed to grow, we have to. Um that's just yet another certain, one of the very few certainties is that if if you are willing to wake up and take some self and soul responsibility. Um, you will never stop learning and never stop evolving either.
1: The beauty of our humanity, a lot of it is held in the imperfections of our humanity. You know, that's some of the most beautiful parts of of the human experience. And, you know, to to be thinking that I'm not worthy, I'm a filthy rotten sinner because that's the programming. You know, uh, it's okay to make mistakes in life because that's how we learn. I mean it's better to learn from other people's mistakes than your own, but you know what we're going to make them. That your last mistake doesn't define who you are. Your your last mistake should be your greatest lesson. Yeah,
0: so Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So there's all this pressure on us to be these certain things and to be gurus and to be spiritual people. Well, the 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 guy on Wall Street who who has never touched a tree and all he thinks about is money. He's still spiritual. It's just his awareness around it hasn't unfolded. Um, You know, we want to label everything because in, in humanity, if we can put it in a box and put a label on it and stick it on the shelf, then we feel like we've got some kind of control and understanding around it and we feel safer. But it's okay not to know. It's okay not to have all of the answers and when you move into that place that's when you begin to awaken even more it's okay just to go with the flow and not know all of the answers i had a conversation with a friend of mine last night peter and i was saying to him that you know we want to we want to put a name on god so that we can understand it and you know we want to tell everyone what god is well hang on a second how can a human how can a human even begin to understand what god is and actually, in a, in one of the chapters of my book, Thirsty, I actually wrote that which, cannot be named, that which cannot be named, which is really all about acknowledging the fact that God's just bigger than anything we could ever comprehend or fathom. But yet, in saying that, we're one with what that is.
0: Which yeah. Which is pretty amazing. Yep. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, like, embracing and acknowledging that it's it, the word that we try and put on that love, source, spirit, divine being, um, universe, yeah. universe, um, all those words, if you're living in the essence of who you truly feel that you're meant to be, the words don't matter. The words don't matter at all. And, you know, what, we, what we call things don't, doesn't matter. If, you know, if our intention is pure and in alignment with what feels right for us and, and is coming from a place of love, well, it's a pretty much happy days, everyone right
1: yeah definitely uh, one of my mentors taught me many years ago and i know i've said this to you in the past kate the truth is always with you it's written on the tablet of your heart you only have to look there to find it and you know what everything else that you have to prepare that it's external to you is potentially a lie so you know if you want truth look within um
0: it's a very very
1: yeah, we've been told that we need an external saviour. Religion has told us that we're not worthy. So how could anything good be in there? Um, you know what? We're all connected to that source, the universe, whatever you want to call it, God. We're all connected to whatever that is or whoever that is. And we're all part of it. And we're all the expression of what that is. Um, you know, even the Bible says that we were created in the image of God. Well, so is God a filthy rotten sinner? Mm. <laughs> you know so um you know what we need to embrace our sovereignty and we need to know it's okay to be imperfect because that's what humanity is we also need to know that it's okay to forgive other people for falling short of our expectations of them and understanding that they're on their own journey yes. and that, you know what? they need our love not our judgment
0: yes and expectations is another part that stops the flow along with that Um, the pressure, the shoulds, the needs, that that expectation will really get in the way of just being in a full heart expansion, understanding that everyone is on their own divine soul path doing the best they can. Yeah.
1: And I think um, uh, understanding that, um, you know, the expectations are often, we often put expectations on ourselves as a roadblock. So that we prevent ourselves from succeeding, so we we self sabotage because yeah.
0: self sabotage the soul we, upgrades.
1: Yeah, we're being programmed not to not to succeed because we're not worthy.
0: Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. ah there we go two out of two of season three all coming back to acknowledging our worth <laughs> hmm. there may be an underlining theme here listeners Shane tell us about the thirsty community everyone can find you at the thirst within but yep. what, what happens over there in thirsty land
1: well you know we're thirsty that's
0: pretty
1: much it. <laughs> have we got time for a very short story story
0: oh we have plenty of time all the time
1: Well, see, this is the thing, you know, nothing in your life is wasted, people, and uh, that's me encouraging you that if you think you've stuffed up or gone astray or done the wrong thing or been in a bad space or wasted your precious time, nothing's wasted. Back when I was um, a pastor, I ran a conference called Thirsty, and that conference was all about helping people tap into who they truly are. (laughs) I
0: love this
1: (laughs) on the edge. And I got, I got knuckles wrapped over that by a couple of people, but Mm. that was my, that was where it all birthed. And that was about 20 years ago now. So, wow. Um, so when I was, when I was coming up for the title of my book, thirsty, um, I wrote my book because I have two beautiful daughters that I love and adore and I wanted them, I wanted to be able to give them something, from a perspective that you know what life can be hard and this is what i've had to learn so it's in this book so if you want to read it it might help so that's the perspective that i wrote my book from thirsty and anyway um we were coming up with the name of it and i told the story to my publicist about the that conference way back then and she said this is for thirsty souls so that's you should call the book thirsty and then the the community came from the thirst within that thing within us that just longs for more for to be quenched, you know, spiritually, or whatever word you want to use energetically. I don't know, whatever that word is that you relate to. Yep. So the thirsty community is all about, you know, up building up people, reminding them that they're worthy, reminding people that, uh, you didn't come here to live somebody else's dream. You are here for more. The thirsty community um, celebrates life. We we are honest about things like some of the tough conversations because, you know what, you can lie to yourself every day, but who wants to live a lie? So we encourage truth because it was Jesus who said, the truth will set you free. We encourage people to live the change, to be the change. Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. So, and we encourage, Gandhi also said, you can change the world by gently shaking it i was about to say
0: Gandhi also says in a gentle way we can shake the world it's written on my altar yeah Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, um you know what it's about it's about celebrating people we have we've done live events we had we had to cancel five live events this year unfortunately due to covid um but watch this space hey kate
0: oh absolutely watch this space
1: yep so that's what we're about. And we're actually in the process of um, redesigning our website. We're building some really um, valuable tools that will be free for people. We, we provide content every week, almost daily. That's free. Right. Um, yeah, because you know what? At the very least, we should be giving out free content like I know you do, Kate. And uh, that's part of our responsibility. If you're awakened, then part of your responsibility is to be able to help guide and nurture people that are awakened. And we're all awakening. We all are. There's, that's, this is why gurus are gone. Yep. There's no gurus anymore. We're all in this together. We're all awakening together. We're all learning together. And if you can't learn off anybody who you've had a conversation with, there's something really wrong. It doesn't matter where they are in the um, elevation spectrum um so that's that's what the thirsty community is all about team Amazing. thirsty um we we're excited about the future we're launching some really good things in March, which will be you know more live calls that people can jump in on and become involved in, and uh, more mentoring opportunities and yeah look it's i guess up, um up, and away. At, up up and away, it's about looking at the needs in the world at the moment. And then addressing those needs as best we can from the position we're in. Partnering with people, You know. um, Win-win. Yeah.
0: Collaboration is the key in so many ways. Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to share in the show notes where everyone can find you. But is it thethirstwithin.com? Yeah. Yep perfect um you'll find shane mcclay his books um shane also has an affirmation deck that you can find online as well and hey shane always an honor to chat with you and to be in space with you talking all things heart expansion and soul upgrades um thanks so much for your time today
1: right back out check out
0: And thank you, listeners, for joining us here on the Gumboots by the Sea podcast. Join me again soon when we continue to talk all things soul upgrades and heart expansion. If you've enjoyed this Gumboots by the Sea podcast, be sure to share, like and spread the love with your community and loves. And remember, you can check out all of my offerings at gumbootsbythesea.com. Speak to you soon.
1: Thank you for listening to the Roots by
0: the Sea podcast. Love, Lucy. We wish all of you to have a happy time.